It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's going on? What's going on? Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning to the Up and Up podcast. I'm your host, Rabino. And I'm DJ Erm, man. DJ Erm, how you doing, man? I'm, I'm good. You I'm good? good? Yeah. You feeling good? Ready. You stayed in town this past weekend. For, yeah. For, for the first time in a, in a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You good? So it's cool, you know. All right, man. You got to do that sometimes. I'm, yeah, man. I'm feeling good, man. Today's Lakers media day, you know. I've seen that. We're on the same team now. Yeah. You know. Yep. We'll get used to yeah. it. We'll get used <laughs> to it. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. If this is your first time tuning in to the Up and Up podcast, hence the name Up and Up. Um, this is a platform created to cultivate the culture. Um, you know, again, we share amazing stories of individuals who are grinding, going after it, you know, letting nothing stop them and staying on the Up and Up, right? Of course. Um, I do all, obviously I do want to shout out all the consistent listeners, the supporters, the viewers. Uh, we thank you. We love you guys for, mm-hmm. for the, for the constant push. Um, if you can make sure to rate, subscribe and review to all our episodes and like it and like it. You're forgetting that. <laughs> yeah. Hit that like button. <laughs> um, you can listen to them on SoundCloud, iTunes and YouTube. Just type in the up and up podcast and that's where you can find them. Mm-hmm. Now getting that out the way, Erm, you already know. We you already know. know we always bring we the guests. I mean, if you're a consistent listener, you already know we always bring a, a guest with a compelling story, something that's going to drive you, something that's going to inspire you, right, mm-hmm. and keep you on the up and up. Um, today's guest, you know, I would say is a man um, whose passion for health and wellness has allowed him to to impact lives of many, you know, mm-hmm. um, through fitness. Um, I would say, you know, he's a true hustler who's keeping everything he's doing on the up and up. Right. Obviously, otherwise he wouldn't be in the building with us today. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the perfect example of of what it means to, to get it out the mud. Right. Yeah. I, I, I like that. I like that <laughs> yeah. term. You know what I'm saying? Get it out the mud. Um, and, you know, he is the owner of excuse me. He's the owner and founder of Athletic Form Sports Performance Fitness Facility. Our guest is none other than the fitness guru. And boss man himself, Robel Waldo. Can we get a round of applause for my brother? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, man. I feel like the man I'm at the up and up. Yes, sir. Yes, two, sir. two of my favorites, man. Hey, uh, man. Rob, Ern, man. You guys appreciate are doing some that. great stuff. And I'm just glad to be a part of it. Hey, man. We're, Thank you. It, we're happy man. to we have you, man. You. I ain't going to lie. You can ask the homie. I was doing some push-ups before you came in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, for real. I was like, man, I'm in, a, I'm in a fitness mode right now. No doubt. You know what I'm no saying? Doubt. We got to do that more often. Yeah, yeah. sir, man. <laughs> for real. Sure, man. I don't do it enough. So, oh, you know, man. hopefully this will inspire me. But, uh, no doubt. So, yeah, if you're not familiar with the show, we usually start our episodes off with the quote of the day. Um, you know, just something to get the vibe right, get our minds right. You know, my guy crossed the way here. You know, he's a man of words. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you got for us today, man? The people want it. All right, quote of the day today, take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Who's that by? Uh, Jim Ron. Who's that? Do I, I don't know who Jim Ron is. Jim Rome or Jim Ron? Ron. Ron. Jim Ron. I, don't I know, know Jim Rome, is. yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Jim Ron. I don't know who yeah. that is either. Yeah, regardless of who he is. I'm going to look him up quote. after this. Yeah, that's yeah. a dope quote. No doubt. <laughs> so, so say that again one more time. So, so. Take care of your body because it's the only place you have to live. Okay. Okay. Now, um, we, we always we always obviously start the quotes to get the vibe right, but we also want to pull a quote that ties directly to, you know, your story and, and kind of what you're about. Um, and so with, with everything you're doing with Athletic Forum, you know, we, we definitely want to jump into that. But what we like to do is really give people that transparent, candid um, look at who it is we're dealing with. And so for you, Rebel, where did it kind of start for you? Um, like, where, where did you grow up and kind of how was that upbringing for you? Man, um, shoot, I was born and spent – some of my adolescence in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, when we, when I turned 12, my dad got a good opportunity, mm. and we pivoted to Seattle, Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to high school at Edmonds Woodway. Hey, shout out. Um, North End, right? Yeah, we got, we got, some, we got some warriors <laughs> in the building. So. <laughs> no doubt, man. And uh, did high school there, um, at post high school. Went to a junior college in California. Mm. Played football out there. Um, Got my grades up. Got another opportunity, man, to go play some, some big uh, college football at the University of Minnesota. Okay. Okay. Um, and then from there, man, uh, 
was an undrafted uh, free agent, um, spent some time just playing professional sport, professional football, man. And uh, it was a grind, man. You know, it it never ends. And so uh, I had my fair share of opportunities. Um, And then in uh, late 2013, man, I uh, hung up my cleats and uh, the rest is history, man. I I was able to kind of continue to pivot and that was the birth of athletic form, so. Okay. Well, I, really? I do want to kind of I do want to kind of uh, jump back to, to, to the to the early beginnings, right? Yeah. Um, you know, football is one of them sports, man. If you're gonna do it, you got to do it for real, Absolutely. right? Um, and so for you growing up, like, what was that? You know, what was that moment for you when you were like, "This is my sport." You know, everybody either wants to go the hoop route or the football route, or probably both. But what was it about football that kind of you know, I guess drew you in? You know, what's crazy, man, is my entire life was full of adversity. So mm-hmm. I got to high school and I got cut two times. My f- freshman and sophomore year from basketball. Mm. Basketball was my passion. Um, my junior year, <clears throat> um, I made the team. Not only did I make the team, I made the varsity squad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I played basketball. Still didn't play football, which is crazy. As a junior, Damn. I came back my senior year to try out. Coach and I didn't see eye to eye, and I got cut. Didn't make it my senior year. Football coach was like, you know what, man? You need to try out and play some football as a senior. All right? Damn. As a senior in high school, I'm out there, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> when I tell you um, everything about being African, man, it was like I was I was a foreigner to this American sport. Mm-hmm. Um, but I stuck with it, man. And, um, you know, spring football was great. Summer football was great. My first uh, official game was in September. Uh, we played Linwood High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got two interceptions, uh, one catch for a touchdown, uh, one punt return for a touchdown. Damn. And I never looked back. It's all in one game? Yeah, First game. Wow. First official game on record. And, uh, That's how you start right there. Yeah, man. And I was like, man, forget basketball. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so from there, I just yeah. I just kept, you know, going after it, man. And uh, again, man, my grades weren't always great. I didn't take school too serious uh-huh. in high school, and uh, I'm just fortunate, man, that I it clicked mm-hmm. sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, JUCO wasn't a part of the plan, but it it was it had to be a part of the plan because yeah. you know no no Division one, two, three or NAIA was going to take me based on my transcript. So, mm-hmm. uh, went to the College of the Redwoods, uh, got my grades up, played multiple positions there, mm-hmm. uh, and then. You know, from there, man, I got a second chance at collegiate football. Got a full ride to the universe to the University of Minnesota, mm. and then, man, the you know, I, <laughs> it was crazy, man. It, it was it football. I, I I thought that's what I was gonna do for the rest of my life, man. Yeah. And so, you know, like every other um, draftee, I thought I'd hear my name. I truly believed that I was gonna hear my name, mm-hmm. and I didn't. Um, but Will McClay, he was the head of the scouting department for the Dallas Cowboys. He gave me a phone call, or he actually gave my agent a phone call, and he said, hey, you know what? Uh, we want you to come down, and uh, we want you to we want you to test, man. We mm-hmm. want to test you. We want to bring you in the training camp. I mm-hmm. went out there. I was there for a couple weeks, and uh, I just wasn't able to take in that information as quick as they'd like for me to do it. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was cut, and uh, then I went to New Orleans, man, and uh, played for the New Orleans Voodoo, which mm-hmm. is uh, – arena football team okay mm-hmm. and then brought it back to spokane mm-hmm. with the shock mm-hmm. uh in early 2013 and then from there man uh i was like you know i've seen it all uh this this is obviously uh going to take care of any sort of regret i may have had if i didn't pursue it exactly. right exactly and so yeah. yeah um it made the decision that much easier for me when i said you know what i'm good i'm gonna move on and yeah uh, and then, yeah, man. It was. It, it sounded like it was just a natural progression at that point. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so definitely, that's a, and that's that's the reason why I wanted to give people more kind of insight on that process, right? Because yeah. some people they might think they don't know. You know, they don't know. They think some people try sports and then um, if it doesn't work out, then it's just. But, but but the thing about it is, everything you went through, going through that process only made you stronger mm-hmm. to be able to go into another avenue, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, my parents are immigrants, you know? Yeah. Um, they migrated to America from Eritrea um, in 1983. 
um, after they fulfilled their uh, military obligations and uh, they it wasn't like they fled their country you know they uh, it was it was accepted and, and they mm -hmm. came to America and mm -hmm. um, they worked they worked multiple mm -hmm. jobs my mom put herself through school my dad did the same mm -hmm. my mom has her own business my dad is uh, the lead nutritionist at uh, Swedish Hospital okay um, and you know so the bar was set there was no mm -hmm. excuses there's no shortcuts yeah. it's all rolling of the sleeves and uh, working extremely hard yeah, for what yeah. you want in life. So. No, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's dope. So yeah. moving forward, um, how would you explain athletic form? Like, what is it in it, its mission? Yeah, man. Um, it's community-driven, mm -hmm. you know. And, you know, when I first started, I was like, I'm going to work with all the best football players in America, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. And then it turned into – I'm working with some of the most elite NBA basketball players, and I'm going to do that. And mm -hmm. then it was like common people that go through everyday struggles, single-parent moms, successful Fortune 500 entrepreneurs that hold high-ranking positions in business. And that was what captivated me, man, mm. to, to see somebody come in mm -hmm. at their lowest of lowest Fast forward six months later, they're a completely different person physically, mm. mentally. Mm -hmm. um, was infectious. I was like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And so, um, again, in a nutshell, man, athletic form is community. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we just happen to do it through fitness and through movement. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. yeah. No, and, that, and that's – and so – the reason I think it's important is because I do want to tap into that transition from being a full-time athlete to now a businessman, right? Um, and this is something we could touch on as well later on in the show, but I, because I see it now, right? I see these athletes coming up in the NFL. Currently, you see what's going on in the climate of the NFL, and it seems as though a lot of these athletes are pigeonholed because honestly, they don't see anything outside of football, right? So for you jumping into you know the venture of athletic form. Um, I'm sure there was probably some trying times starting out the gate. Um, and so talk a little bit about that, because, I mean, I was there. I mean, I remember being there when, when you first started out, Kelly Anderson. And, um, you know, every I feel like everybody that was there believed in the mission, right? But, again, being an entrepreneur, you kind of sometimes harbor feelings and, and maybe, you know, you never really know what things may look like down the line. So what was that mindset for you when you first started it, like, like, what were some signs of you letting you know, okay, this is actually going somewhere? You know what's crazy is, man, when I was <laughs> when I started in the parks and recreation at Kyle Anderson Park in Capitol Hill, yeah, um, I knew it was a hit when it was snowing outside. There was 25 people outside. Mm, um, I knew it was a hit when I invested $4,000 in a, uh, a 1998 Toyota Camry mm. and another $6,000 in equipment and – I brought the gym outside and, mm -hmm. and people uh, gravitated towards it, you know? And so um, I knew that then. And uh, those were some of the most fondest moments of my life. Yeah. And, you know, even before I got in here, man, I just mm -hmm. pulled up the, the Mac and I was just kind of looking back at all those photos, man. And it just was like, wow. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I seen, I seen, uh, you know, B, I seen you, yeah. seen Irm, yeah. I think once. <laughs> no, no shade, nah. you know? <laughs> no shade, but I was um, like, damn, he right. It was only one time. <laughs> yeah, it might have been on a Saturday morning too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, man, I, I just knew I had something, and um, I made the decision, man, to, to to open up a brick brick and mortar, you know, business, mm -hmm. and uh, opened up my first shop. Um, you know, downtown Seattle, 16,000 square feet space, mm -hmm. over 120 um, yards of speed turf. Mm -hmm. um, Talk about it. You know, and paint the picture. Yeah, man. And, <laughs> you know, what's crazy is the first 16 months of our business, we didn't even have restrooms because we were held back by uh, permits, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I want people to that are listening, that are watching to understand is uh, it's cool to be an entrepreneur. It's cool um, to be ambitious. Uh, but you also got to get your ducks in a row. You got to understand business and uh, all the different things that come with that, man. And yeah. I didn't know that. You know, I didn't mm -hmm. expect my dad to educate me on that because my dad uh, was just like me. He, you know, he's just trying to provide for his family. The same for my mother. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it was just one of those things where uh, understanding permits, the P&L. Yeah. Um, 
profit versus loss. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just always making sure your bills are, are, are paid. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're making yeah. decisions and you know, it, it looks cool, you know, but the reality is there's many months that went by that I wasn't able to pay myself, mm-hmm. you know, cause I had to take care of my employees, my staff, uh, make sure there's toilet paper in the restroom, mm-hmm. you know, little things like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. but it was cool, man. Cause I was able to take an interesting blend of the 20th century business model, but also, uh, you know, with the 21st century, right? Cause the brick and mortar is, uh, is definitely like a 20th century kind of model. Uh, the 21st century was um, our uh, s- subscription-based model, right, where we have re- reoccurring revenue that comes in yeah. month in and month out, um, just automatically happens, right? And so that was very helpful for our business. And, you know, when the first of any month was to come around, yeah, we see what's in the account, you know, and now we're able to build our SKUs now, right? Because yeah. we want to increase our business by 30%. Mm-hmm. How are we going to do that, right? So we made 21000 this month. How do we get the, to $27,000 yeah. this month, yeah. right? And so you you add cool things like hot yoga. We built out a beautiful hot yeah, yoga space man. upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. yeah, I checked that, that out too. It looks yeah. amazing, man. It, it is. Look, it looks great, yeah. man. It's great. And, um, yeah, and I remember I remember um, the grand opening yeah. when, we, when we pulled up. Yeah. It, was, it was just like, man, seeing... And it, it trips me out, but I'm pretty sure it trips you out even more, right? Just to see how an idea that was in your head, and you put it out, put a piece on, put it on a piece of paper, and and then just let it formulate, let it let it come to fruition, and seeing it look like that, it's amazing, man. And mm-hmm. and you touched on something as far as going into the business side, as as someone who's probably new into business or entrepreneurship, yeah. And you have a history of playing sports as well. And I always have this question for athletes who go into business is. Um, the pressure of being an athlete and playing versus the pressure of being a trainer and training, right? Because I feel like being an athlete and playing, um, you know, it's just on you at the end of the day, making sure you do your job, making sure you're contributing what you can to the team's success. Um, But being a trainer is a whole different type of pressure, I would assume, right, where you have another athlete's career, so to speak, in your hands, and they trust you with that. So how would you, I guess, how would you compare the two? Is one more pressure does one see more pressure than the other or how does that feel how does that look for you no i think sports prepared me to be an entrepreneur okay um you know i take um science and and all of my credentials and certifications as a performance specialist as a personal trainer Mm -hmm. just as serious as preparing for a game on sunday um so you know anytime you take in an athlete um you know you do your homework you go through um, their injury list, if mm-hmm. they've got one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you figure out an effective plan, and um, then sometimes it doesn't hurt to get another set of eyes or two yeah. to kind of look through the programming. Um, but you know, I take my 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 profession extremely um, serious, and and mm-hmm. it's very reflective of of my my playing days as well. Man, yeah. So. Yeah. No. And I I just see that because I always wonder that man, like, you know, having someone trust you is Absolutely. a big thing. You know, with their with their livelihood in a sense. Yeah. You know, so that's a big thing. But I, I, mean, I think it's harder, though, um, post-football, finding out what's next more than anything else. Mm. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. that was my biggest fear. It was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Yeah. This is all I've ever this, done. This, this was the plan. <laughs> and now it's like I got to be, a, you know, so to speak, a regular person. You know, mm-hmm. I got to yeah. potentially have to wear a tie, have to clock in at 9 a.m., clock yeah. out at 5 p.m. And it just all hit me like a ton of bricks, man. But it was, you know, I think my parents being there for me and a core group of friends um, that continued to keep me inspired and to keep uh, kept me, uh, uh, kept my mind elevated, man. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, I was able to get through it. And, you know, yeah. So, yeah, I'll, that's crazy. I think that's important, too, because, I mean, even when I was in high school, I was like, I'm trying to go to the nba you yeah. know and then it's like your last game you're like damn yeah. it's already here <laughs> like you're like damn what am i gonna do next you know so yeah. i feel you on that though absolutely yeah i think um yeah man and you know we touched a lot about kind of the business and and everything you that went into it um but at the same time you know we're all human right we all have other things to balance us out so what are some things rebel kind of uses to take his mind off athletic form which i'm sure is probably hard but like i know everybody needs some me time what do, what do you usually do man yeah man i hang out with my little guy duke man it's okay. not a it's not a child it's not a child it's an english bulldog shout he's, out duke duke's in the building right now he's yes, uh sir. you know we hang out a lot man um 
What else? Um, man, just doing regular stuff, man. I like fashion. Okay. Um, getting fresh. Getting fresh. Uh, I like hanging with my friends. You know, just kind of being a homebody. Mm-hmm. You know, I like, you know, the... You cut the nightlife out? A, a little bit, okay. man. I, okay. You know, it's not a bad <laughs> thing when I say, like, Netflix and chill, man. I just I just want to chill and hang out, man, yeah. and yeah. be and vibe out and kind of, like, just allow my mind to just decompress, you know? Yeah. So, just homebody, I think, is, like, homebody and hanging out with Duke and then food. I love food, Okay. Man, so. Okay. I feel you. Okay. I feel you. Also, uh, I mean, we are talking about the grand, uh, the grand opening that yeah. we went to, whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, I took a lot of it in. It was pretty inspiring. So, um, was there like a certain strategy you had when you're like when you're designing the thing, like when you're like, okay, I'm gonna put this here. Yeah. I'll make sure the hot yoga stuff is upstairs. Yeah. Was there like? It's all trial and error. <laughs> Talk about it, man. <laughs> we're, Talk we're about talking it. about. Yeah. Uh, if we're talking about the 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 current structure of the business, man, from the an aesthetic, it was all like. This part right here is already there, so we're gonna keep that there. Mm-hmm. But we got this whole other four thousand square foot yeah. space. What do we do? Mm. I was like, I need the biggest office so that I can have these meetings that are pointless. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then it was like, you know, I've got I've got a great team, and they're like, we can have offices, or we can take that whole upstairs area and make it a yoga space. Yeah. Right. And the bathrooms, we'll make them as small as possible, but fit as many showers and mm, toilets mm-hmm. in both the men's and women's. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we were able to, you know, curate a really cool lounge experience too, man. Yeah. A lot of green plants. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got our apparel line through Zan Robe, man. Shout out to Zan Robe that is uh, getting ready to hit uh, athletic form in the next week or so, okay, man. Okay. And, uh, Shout out to in them. In collaboration. And, uh, yeah, man, I, it was it was just like a, a group effort, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, None of the, none of it was like etched in stone per se. It was one of those things where it was like the day of contractors yeah. are there and they're like, "What are you gonna do?" I'd be like, you know what? We're looking to put thirty to forty people upstairs. All right, we're gonna have to make it this. Big. We're yeah. gonna have to make sure that yeah. being upstairs is gonna be able to hold that hold, hold that, that capacity, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And so they did that, and then the rest is history, man. You lay the wood. Mm-hmm. You install the the infrared panels, yeah, um, and then you know everything else, man. Yeah. Tiles in the restroom. He's on, yeah. that, on that home improvement, absolutely, yeah. man. Falls together. Bob Vila, right? Is it Bob Vila. <laughs> I, I was thinking Tim Allen. Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So um, now you touched on it a little bit. You said collaboration, yeah. right? And that's yeah. a that's a that's a word that stuck out to me because obviously, um, you know, you're not going to come off as one who thinks everything's done on your own, right? Yeah. And I know you got a really, really great team with you. Um, so talk a little bit about that. Speak about the importance of having a team in place when you're building a vision, right? Because yeah. sometimes it starts out as your vision, and you might get too caught up in keeping it just your vision and not allowing other people in. So how was it for you to allow other people in to help you? Talk a little bit about that. For starters, for me, I had to play my part. Mm-hmm. Okay. Know what my strengths were, and then understand my weaknesses, and not actually run away from them, but find people that are – that are capable and those are actually their strong points right and take those take that education Mm -hmm. you know that educational um understanding from them so that you can kind of perfect your cat Mm -hmm. um you know but uh, it's important man to know your role and play that part and never try to try to do something that you're not great at man just stick to what you know and and allow those people to to flourish just as much as you flourish in that specific area that you're really great at right so um, Zach, you know, he's, he's somebody that I brought on, man. He's a, uh, marketing guru, man. He's mm-hmm. uh tech savvy. Uh, he built out our website. Uh, he's got, you know, over, you know, 16 years of experience in, in the tech industry, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Phil, man, he's my lead trainer, man. And, uh, he mm-hmm. actually went to WSU as well. Hey, shout hey, out to Phil. Cool. He's shout a great man. Phil. Ryan and Tana. Uh, they're both great individuals. They're trainers as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then we've got, you know, some amazing yoga instructors, man. We got Anna, uh, Linnea, Rosie, Biala. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who else, man? You don't uh, leave Casey. Out. <laughs> uh, just the whole athletic form yoga yeah. group, man. That that stay empowered and and and, and owning that and, and making it their own. And yeah. uh, you know, man, it's like I don't want people to come in and be like boss this boss that no mm-hmm. man let's just all be common people with a mm-hmm. common goal and that's real and let's execute man because that's yeah. what i'm 
that's what I'm most concerned about. Yeah. How, Get know. the job done. Yeah, yeah, man. And so um, that's that's kind of like my perspective yeah. on that for sure. Having that like healthy environment. Yeah, where balance. Yeah, yeah, balance, exactly. Man. And so, um, again, like I said, man, my team, I wouldn't trade them for anybody or any department, man. Those guys, those girls, man, they're incredible and mm-hmm. uh, they're really great at what they do. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they taught you a lot along the way. Absolutely, right? absolutely. And that, that's what it's about, man. Like, because I hear people all the time wanting to, you know, go into their own ventures, right? Yeah. And I was actually, I had I had a conversation with one girl I know who's trying to step out and do her own thing and um, she was super hesitant to bring other people in, right? And I was telling her, like, man, you really need to explore the options of, putting people on because that's how I see I see it as like you're giving someone an opportunity right now obviously they got to come to work right they got to make sure they're putting in the work but if you see that there's potential there why not you know why not give them a platform to to get better at what they're doing which is what I see you doing now Um, why not why not (laughs) what's the the worst that can come from it it didn't work yeah yeah you know and and then it's your job to to, I don't believe in firing, but but I've done it in my past, and I don't feel great about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but worst case, man, it doesn't work, and you guys part ways. Yeah, but they yeah. learn. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure they're going to learn from Absolutely, that experience, man. and you're going to learn from that experience yeah, at the exactly. same time. Everybody so, so does. Everybody learns. Absolutely. Um, now, um, we were talking about collaboration. We are yeah. talking about your team and whatnot, yeah. and um, it kind of took me back a bit because, you know, before the show we were talking about how, um, you know, you were our – second ever interview we ever did ever in this radio thing back 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 yeah, back yeah yeah <laughs> way back uh, wazoo shout out kugr radio yeah. um Late so fish. so it's funny because i was listening to that episode that we did back then i think it was like 2015 mm-hmm. wow. and uh i had pulled a clip from the episode <laughs> right and, and i want you to listen to it because um there's a lot of parallels that we can be drawn from back then to now Absolutely. so let's uh let's take a listen to that and uh let's let's hear about you know, which, what was on your mind back then? Um, you know, it can't rain for too long. It's impossible. Yeah, the sun's yeah. got to break at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, man, Athletic Forum just started to develop, and people like yourself, Rob, um, you know, they, they truly yeah. believed in uh, what it was. And for them, it was second nature to just kind of talk about it. Yeah. You know? It, yeah. was, it wasn't like... It was just the thing to do because it was it, it left an impact on the individual. So, yeah. um, you know, now I'm a you know I'm a huge believer in, in a grassroots approach. You know, shaking everybody's hand and looking them in the eye mm-hmm. and telling them that I that I truly thank you. Yeah, and yeah. people embrace that, and um, you know, it just it came from a special place. Yeah, and it, it it's it's probably the the greatest thing to happen for for me and my family. Uh, friends, loved ones, so on and so forth, man. So, you know, we're always growing. We're always developing, man. You know, now we're just kind of transitioning into partnerships, mm-hmm. um, developing relationships with other companies, man, and building yeah. bridges, man, not yeah, necessarily yeah. looking to burn any bridges. So Definitely. Um, that's just the, that's what we're working on now. Wow. <laughs> takes wow. you takes you back a little bit, right? You gave me chills, man. Yeah, right? I need that clip. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. If I start a rap album, I'm gonna play that. <laughs> That's the intro. intro. We just got the intro. We got the intro for Rebels mixtape wow. soon. You yeah. know what's crazy, man? Is that um, interview happened at like pivotal moments? I think in both of our both of our uh, businesses, man, mm-hmm. and to kind of like meet. Um, at like where we're at now is yeah. like it's crazy man because the message yeah the message has never changed man i think it, if anything it's been magnified and so like when i when i heard something like grassroots and i mm-hmm. see the hand and i see the roots coming from the hands with the up and up sign yeah. and logo yeah. and um just like what's going on with athletic form man it, it just goes to show man that you speak these things into existence right. over and yeah. over and over and continue to wake up every single morning with that mindset, mm-hmm. like things like this happen. 16,000 yeah. square feet spaces come from that. That's yeah. real. Dope um, studios like the Up and Up come from that, you know? So Talk about um, it. I think it's important, man, to like to like speak these things to existence, but also make sure you got the right people around you yeah, that yeah. aren't going to discourage you, man. That's real. So, you know, that, that was um, definitely something that took me back yeah. to a phone interview, man, and... Um, 
again, like I said, man, that just gave me chills, man. Yeah. So that's deep. Thank I, you. I, I, no, no, man. Thank you because I bring it up because I always want to see the the um, evolution, right? Because a lot of times some people start something and the vision they may have had when they first started may sometimes alter or change as they continue to grow and elevate and get more successful and you know start taking on a lot more weight right um and i brought this clip up specifically because it really speaks to the consistency that you've been able to hold you know and uh stay true to the vision and the mission Mm -hmm. that you've had this whole time right starting off this interview you talked about community right and going back to that clip again it was about that same that same topic community um and so yeah man i again man you know uh that yeah, that that kind of took me back. Yeah, a it took bit me too. back yeah, too. I was, was like, damn. That know? was dope. That was dope. Um, now it's crazy because I remember when you first started, um, you know, working out athletes. Um, it wasn't just adults. You were also working out young athletes. Yeah. Uh, you were working out the youth. I seen you working with a lot of high school prospects and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, now my question for you is, and this is something you know we could talk about too. I just I I always feel like there should be a strong emphasis on on young athletes, right? And not just from a from a playing perspective or the sport, but more so just mentally, yeah. right? Because you talked about it yourself. When I got done playing football, I didn't really know what was next. Um, so do you kind of take take some time out of your training to also coach these kids up in terms of um, how to be more more than just an athlete? Yeah, absolutely. I, I try to I try to tell kids all the time, man, that it's cool to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. cool to be somebody that works in tech. Yeah, it's cool to to um um you know, put on a suit and tie and be a lawyer or a doctor, Mm -hmm. you know, your life doesn't have to be dictated by games on Sundays, man, Mm -hmm. and, and and NBA finals and all that other, I mean, it's great, it's Mm -hmm. cool, man, but also that has an expiration date, That's Mm -hmm. real. you know, and, um, you know, that, that, that is cool, but again, like I said, man, I, that is my message, man, I, I tell guys all the time, go to school and be a student athlete, Mm -hmm. yeah, and get that education, yeah, you know, because you know how many guys are fighting for that same position, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, you know, I think I've been reluctant to have guys uh, more than anything um, get that opportunity to play in the National Football League. You know, so, mm-hmm. like, when I look at a lot of the guys, man, Azeem Victor, Keyshawn Cabaria, mm-hmm. Kevin King, Sidney Jones, mm-hmm. um, th- those guys all play in the NFL, and mm-hmm. they were all drafted very high. Dwayne Washington, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's – you know, it's remarkable, you know, but I also, you know, when they come back every day, you know, when they come back in the off season, mm-hmm. I see their wheels spinning and they're like, you know what, as an entrepreneur, man, how did you do it? Yeah. You know, how can I get yeah. involved? You know, Quentin, yeah. Quentin Jefferson, he plays for the, the Seahawks, man. That's yeah. like, that's like family. You know, I train mm-hmm. him he's my client Yeah. and uh, he's, he's an even, he's an even greater human. Mm, yeah. and, you know, and so like, talk about it. Um, you know, it's like, you know, he's always curious about like you know what does it take Mm -hmm. you know you know no one really knows how much money how much sweat equity is put forth into like owning a business or Mm -hmm. running a business yeah like if i told people how much i've invested in athletic form up to this point you guys have been like yo i would have moved to like brazil and bought three homes (laughs) (laughs) and you know but that's but but that's what is Laying it all on the line. That's, That's what laying it on yeah. the line looks like. That's real. Is giving everything that you have and not being blinded by, like, the cool shoes, that, mm-hmm. you know, cute girl um, renting out a lavish condo mm-hmm. and staying tunnel vision, man, and being like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear the same clothes multiple days. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to make sure that I have a savings. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that I, I put forth... Um, money and and allocate those things to other things like stocks and bonds and mm-hmm. um, those things work while I'm asleep yeah, you yeah, know and now yeah. I've, I've been able to like take more and more of my money and yeah. put them in towards property right yeah, yeah, yeah. and now friends that I have are you know moguls and tycoons that own hundreds of yeah, properties yeah. like Thatch Wynn you know and mm-hmm. he's taught me how to like although you're an entrepreneur yeah be an entrepreneur full mm-hmm. time. So now let's buy three homes. Mm-hmm. You know, let's yeah. let's figure out how we, we can. Yeah. And that same information that I get, I give to those guys. Circling back, I give that information to my athletes, man. And um, 
you know, the, you know, guys also are like, man, what what, what would it cost to, mm-hmm. to get some equity stake yeah, man, in the business? Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm like, top. we could talk, baby, we could talk. <laughs> <laughs> the price just went up, but we could yeah, talk. They're you know, like, they're, like, <laughs> 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 they're like, they're like, man, I mean, you've already done a lot of the work, Rebel. So let me just go ahead and throw you some dollars. You know, you know, <laughs> you know? I, it, it's it's flattering, man. You know, because uh, I think that's where um, the respect is actually. Uh, it's formulated, man, is knowing that although we, 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 we're not both professional athletes, mm-hmm. the, 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 the trail that we all went on, the, the same path and, um, was similar, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. lonely nights, losses of games, mm-hmm. some wins. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we're, we're in pivotal moments in our lives where we can kind of quantify that to be successful, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, infectious. It's, it's all perspective based, too. Yeah. It's how you see things. Absolutely. You know? yeah. um, no, absolutely. I think that's important because yeah. it's yeah. like, you know, sticking with it. It's like that patience, yeah. that dedication you had toward, mm-hmm. like, towards, like, sticking to your, you know, yeah. your dreams or whatever. Mm-hmm. It all came back full circle because all the stuff that you could have chased earlier just ended up coming back, yeah. like, you know, like like you said, buying properties and all that. So yeah. I think that's that's respect, bro. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. yeah. One thing that I, you know, like just because it just it just popped in my head, and I do this often, man, is um, I speak from my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I've been practicing, man, is uh, emotional recovery. Mm-hmm. I was just fortunate enough to to go and spend about a, a four days in Santa Monica with the Lululemon men, mm-hmm. okay. and uh, that's what they're kicking off, man, is emotional recovery. So like when I when I was thinking about it I, I thought it was like meditation and prayer and when I got there it was something completely different mm-hmm. you know and uh, what I gained from that was a better understanding of um, vulnerability mm. um, starting to discuss what the bro code is mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Um, masculinity mm. right and and how do we get from how do we how do we desensitize ourselves from thinking like that mm-hmm. and you know if I you know because I'm getting to a place where now I'm gonna you know thinking about having kids mm-hmm. I want my son or my daughters, you know, to be vulnerable. Yeah. It's okay to be vulnerable. Be real. You know, like if I've got a son, you, masculinity is is whatever you make it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be the tough guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the bro code, you know, I encourage everybody here to hold um, all of their friends and family to a higher, a higher expectation. You yeah. know, if you see somebody do something multiple times, he probably shouldn't be your friend. That's real. You know, because you're being you're being fake to yourself. Allowing that to happen, you, you're being you're being phony to yourself. You're being fake, man. And um, that's something that I try to practice with my family, my friends, my loved ones, man. Is mm-hmm. uh, being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting away from the bro code, man, and 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 not having this bravado of yeah. masculinity. Like I'm strong and I can handle all things by myself. You know, yeah. it's, it's not that. No, I'm it's, actually, that's that's actually mm-hmm. a real topic because yeah. I was talking to the homie about that the the other day. It's yeah. just like. I sometimes I get frustrated because I feel like and not just me in general, but I see it around, too. It's like I feel like we need to level up our conversations. Absolutely. You know what I mean? There's there's time for the bullshit and and the funny shit and the silly shit. But like you like you said, that that term emotional recovery, that's not that's that's kind of taboo. Nobody talks about it. Right. Yeah. Um, But it's only to make us stronger. Right. And if they can see you and kind of the success you've been able to gain and kind of how you're moving now, they should know that that shit works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's important. The, the conversations get they get better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you're when you're talking to people that are like minded. Yeah. You know, the vibration is mm-hmm. is, is crazy. Yeah. You know, the energy that you attract because people know what to expect from you. Yeah, now exactly. Is, is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like. Don't be afraid, man. Don't be afraid to like step out on that limb and mm-hmm. and be you. Yeah, you know, and, and own that. Living and, your truth. Because you're gonna good. find you're gonna find some amazing, incredible people that are just like that, mm-hmm. or on the the verge of like getting to that place where yeah. they want to start doing those things. Yeah. Man. So. Nah, um, I definitely agree with that, man. Yeah. I, I think I think it, and it's it's like taking a responsibility on ourselves as individuals to 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 uplift each other in a sense. You yeah. know, like sometimes that the homie's probably waiting for you to be vulnerable first yeah. just so he can mm-hmm. be vulnerable. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, sometimes you got to be the bigger person and, and kind of start that wave. Yeah. I think, I, yeah. I feel that's that. That's what it starts. It starts, like, an authentic conversation. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And yeah. it's, like, those are, like, the best conversations to have. When yeah. It's, like, when you know it's real, I don't have to question, like, before I have a real conversation, I don't have to question you. Yeah. You, nothing, like, saying, oh, whatever. That's it's, real. Maybe he's not being real. Maybe, you know, I don't, you don't ever got to think about that. So. Yeah. No, that. Yeah, and I'm your gl- friends should have their your best interest. Mm-hmm. True. 
whatever that means to everybody in this room, we know. We, mm-hmm. we know what's right and what's wrong. We, we've been programmed at from birth to know what's right and what's mm-hmm. wrong, man. Yeah. And so if your friends are, are, are telling you, nah, man, you're, you're right for some bullshit that you know you shouldn't have done, they're not your friends, man. Mm-hmm. The, the the friend that's gonna be like, you know what, Erm, that was wrong. Yeah. And I don't want to see you make that mistake again. Mm-hmm. That's somebody you gonna cher- you got you have to cherish. Yeah. yeah. Because that's, that's harder about. to find. Yeah. yeah. That's harder to find yeah. somebody that that isn't a yes man. Yeah. You know. Exactly. And so. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Step out on that line for sure. Mm-hmm. Man, that's that's dope. That's dope. I'm glad we touched on that. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just yeah. it just came to me. Nah, man. Nah, that was nah, a perfect man. Talk, talk, topic. Bro. Talk your <laughs> shit, you know, man. <laughs> Yeah, man, let it flow. Yeah. Um, now, I do. You, you talked about a lot of your clients do play in the NFL, yeah. right? Um, I always want to get your thoughts on kind of the current state of the NFL. Obviously, things have been uh, rather uh, shaky, yeah. I'd say, <laughs> uh, for lack of better terms. But um, is that something you talk about with your clients? Or is that something they bring up during training sessions as far as like how they feel about, say, the Kaepernick situation and how the NFL handled that and how is Domino affected to now – there's just such such tension now in, in the NFL. You know what I mean? Um, is that something your athletes open up to you about? Yeah. I, you know, I think they're real topics, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, when you look at the, the color or the pigmentation of an NFL athlete, nine out of ten times is they're African-American. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those topics, they hit home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And when you misconstrue um, – what the agenda was of of the nil and we've taken it to this whole new climate Mm -hmm. you know guys talk man and 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 you know when you see you know innocent babies being taken uh, away from their mothers and and fathers man it's a it's a real thing man Mm because a lot of these guys have kids yeah Mm -hmm. that's right exactly you know they it's it's great you know that you're a you're an nfl athlete but my brother that lives in pittsburgh isn't an nfl Mm. NFL athlete. He mm-hmm. he actually works for USPS. Mm-hmm. You know, and if he gets pulled over, the things that go through his mind is am I is this gonna go smooth or mm-hmm. am I gonna mm-hmm. be worried for my life? You mm-hmm. know, and so like, yeah, man, those topics are real and and guys express their their feelings and um, you know I think uh, I think you know for the most part, man, I think guys are responding to it and I think there's still a lot of work to be done in yeah. terms of um, just as a society, man. It's not like uh, just one specific um, person or people, man. Yeah. I think as as a collective uh, group of people, man, we just need to love more, man, and, and be sensitive to like, you know, these real issues, man. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you know, you can't you can't turn the other cheek and yeah. act like these things aren't happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they're real they're real things, man. So uh, yeah, man, we talk about it and we talk about it a lot in That's private good. and That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. No, that's good. So. No, and I, I just, I always want to, because, you know, a lot of times we only see what we see on TV in regards to, um, you know, professional sports. So yeah. so yeah. I just brought it up to kind of get the, you know, behind the scenes. What are they really going through? What are your thoughts? What are your guys' thoughts? I mean, to be honest, I don't even, <laughs> I was just on home. Do you watch the NFL? I, I, yeah. It wasn't a conscious decision to not watch the NFL for me. Yeah. Um, but I don't find myself uh, watching it as much as I used to. Yeah. And I don't know if it was because of, all the shit that's been happening yeah. or for me honestly it's just not as appealing to me anymore as it used to be yeah and then that stuff didn't really help so i i mean i support the brothers on the field and that's the hardest part about it because you want to support them um but the game is just uh, i don't know i, I love football basketball is my go-to so yeah. i'm, I'm kind of looking forward to the nba mm. season to be honest but yeah, yeah. I, I just think it's it's just messed up how that whole uh, like the Kaepernick situation, his whole message got twisted. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's like, I just can't. I just can't. Like, I still can't believe how it got twisted. You know, and it's like, it's getting pushed to that message that they twisted it to, mm-hmm. when like everybody pretty much knows it wasn't. It's like turned into something new. You know, yeah. like it's not the same thing. Yeah. So I'm just like, and then the way he's just getting, you know, he's getting played by all these teams and everything like that. Yeah. I just can't believe it's happening. Like on a on a huge platform like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and so, and, and another thing you brought up. So like, I, I like to use, you know, again, the more than an athlete, I like that phrase because, um, part of, part of my frustration with the NFL is that, you know, these athletes, again, they are coming up and this is all they know. These owners know that this is all they know. Then, so in a sense, they're pigeon held. 
So I can understand sometimes when an athlete doesn't jump out the window and wants to, you know, demonstrate because at the end of the day, that owner is looking at you like you're expendable. Um, your family will not eat if you do that, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a tough position to be in. So I do understand it from that standpoint. Um, and so that's why I do commend Kaepernick for what he did, Absolutely. right? And I think, again, I was talking to the homie, this is actually the first time we've seen something like this in the NFL, um, a demonstration like this. Mm -hmm. The NBA has been very progressive for, for years, you know? You got to go back to Bill Russell and Kareem yeah. and all them. Um, so I think Kaepernick's kind of starting something that's long overdue in the NFL. Yeah. So I'm happy to see it, but at the same time, I, it sucks to see the way it's being handled from yeah. those that are in control. So like, but I think it's okay. I think that it's okay that it's 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 spiraling into this because I think, mm -hmm. um, you know, one of two things can come from that, right? Mm -hmm. You you don't speak your mind and you just you allow these things to happen, or you 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 force the uncomfortable discussion or topic, and yeah. and mm -hmm. now you get to really get an understanding for how others feel about the yeah. situation. Yeah. Man, and dialogue is key. Uh, and I think more and more um, the conversation will continue to expand. And I think people, man, because I, I, I have a lot of faith in people, man. Mm -hmm. I think the, the conversation will, will land at a place where it's on common grounds. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of love will come from that. You yeah. know? But, uh, again, man, it's like, it's like anything in life, man. It's, it's like you're inspired, mm -hmm. and then you go through the mud, mm -hmm. and then – you're successful. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I yeah. feel that's what I feel like Kaepernick's timeline currently looks like is he was inspired. He forced this difficult topic yeah. and that's the mud. Mm -hmm. And I think the things that Nike is doing and other athletes yeah. are doing standing by him mm -hmm. and uh I think when it's all said and done, man, he's yeah. going to be um held as as somebody, uh, you know, a catalyst in, mm -hmm. a, in a topic that myself and everybody else in this room yeah. need a spokesperson for mm -hmm. it, you know, exactly. because it's real, man. So. Yeah. And, and again, I agree with I'm that, bro. I'm glad it got started. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's like, he just showed us he's more than an athlete, yeah. you know, because exactly. he could have just folded early and yeah. like, while he was going through the mud and yeah. kind of like, yeah. like, all right, and just yeah. disappeared, but he stuck through it. And yeah. now he's like, literally telling us, like, yeah. I'm more than an athlete. Yeah. Like, I'm starting this and he's swaying these big companies, like you said, Nike, yeah. to kind of like, you know, kind of see it from his point of view. So, yeah. yeah. Bring it's like it, Muhammad, bring, it's bring like it Muhammad Ali, man. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. He was, he Modern put, day. He was put in jail for four years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Peak of his career. Yeah. And still came out a champion. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know, and you fast forward, man. Biggest funeral. It was a celebration. Mm -hmm. White, black, Hispanic, Asian. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Is that, was, that's someone was, That's someone you look up to, I I, I, I would assume. Uh, man, I got, a, I got a ginormous portrait of yeah, him. Yeah, I um, saw that. <laughs> I saw that in the gym. So I was like, he must gym. really like yeah. this. Yeah, Muhammad Ali is somebody that I, I strive to. You know, outside of my dad, mm -hmm. somebody that I strive to, to be every single day. Mm -hmm. And it's honest and true to myself. And, um, and I think I'm doing a pretty good job at that. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah definitely, are, man. Definitely, yeah, definitely, for real. Living, living in your truth, man, yeah. and inspiring people. Yeah. And that's, and that, that's something I, I hope people can pull from this episode is just understanding that, man, it's not overnight. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not overnight. And, we, you know, we got our phrase. We say, you know, you got to set your pace and don't react to the race, right? Yeah. And that's something that I think speaks truly to what you're doing and, and to what others want to do. So yeah. mm -hmm. um, now I want to talk real. about, yeah, I want to talk about kind of what's, uh, what's on the horizon yeah. for, for Athletic Forum and for Rebel and for the brand. Um, what are some things you got coming down the pipeline that people should be, should tap into? Yeah. Um, for one, uh, Cliff Averill and I, just this past off season, uh, kicked off our first annual Pass Rushing Academy, which was extremely successful mm -hmm. for oh, us. Okay. We had mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of linebackers and DNs that played specifically for the Seahawks down okay. at the facility oh. for about That's a month dope. and some change. Yeah. It's five days a week, and we were able to collaborate, and it was successful. And I'm seeing guys like Frank Clark ball out, man, that I've got personal relationships yeah. with. And, yeah. Um, you know, and and Quinn Jefferson, and um, just to see these guys go out there and um, just ball has been a, a you know for the past three games has mm -hmm. been a, a very fulfilling thing for me man so the pass rushing academy is something we're definitely um going to continue to expand on mm -hmm. um, and we're going to do that uh, we're pr i'm probably going to kick off our first annual um combine training here in, in february march after okay mm -hmm. um, the super bowl and 
uh, we'll start getting guys in there, and I'll have a bunch of specialists like Cliff Averill in the building, Jenny, That's dope. Uh, Jenny Green, and Sean Crawford, and uh, Olympians like that that are special that specialize in, in in certain things, man. And so we want to be able to get these guys in and prepare them for draft day and, and make sure that they're fast and yeah. they're healthy. And mm-hmm. so that that's definitely something that's on the horizon for us as well. Uh, yoga is is huge in our gym now, man. And that's a skew that we've we've added as, yeah. as um, and you know we're going to continue to expand on that baseball we got batting cages in I there I saw that so, I saw that in there yeah uh, got baseball the is you know there's a lot of excuses man so baseball is yeah. something that you know we want to get involved with teams and um, do that and then the last thing for me man personally is getting my own 7 on 7 team uh, kicked off you know cuz mm-hmm. I, I you know I see a lot of guys in Bellevue that are doing some amazing things um, federal way Tacoma mm-hmm. and then further south but mm-hmm. that whole metro area is is neglected man and mm-hmm. I want to give back and I feel like the kids that come in there for football will give football but they'll also walk away with some life mm. um, altering experiences man yeah. that are that they're going to be able to put in the bank yeah and, and cash mm-hmm. and it'll it'll yield a dividend at some point in their lives you mm-hmm. know so um that and then you know uh there's a lot man i want to I want to go back up to uh, the Eritrean community over on Massachusetts, over, mm. you know, up, uh, Rainier in Massachusetts, and I want to start a, a foundation for the youth over there as well, and mm-hmm. and give uh, the kids a, an outlet. You know, there's mm-hmm. a, there's a lot of YMCA's, mm-hmm. but there isn't a lot of kids that look like me That's that right. come from mm-hmm. where I come from that have that access. I want to be able to make it easier for them because I do understand the circumstances. Yeah, you know, and be able to provide that. And, bring my dad into the fold as well so that he can educate the parents on, mm. on what education looks like without having to get so far away from um what in Jada and Sefri and yeah you know do lots and all <laughs> yeah, that other yeah, stuff yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean like you could still you could still do that but you know here is what your mod mod you know not modified but your moderation chart should look like you know yeah. and, and that's maybe not an entire tray of Jada but like you know a little portion yeah. with some yeah. salad, you know, <laughs> and not a coca-cola maybe yeah. some water yeah. <laughs> if you're into the the carbonation maybe some sparkling water you know yeah, but man. um those are those are things that uh you know like that i i want to make sure that i execute on man cause, yeah uh, you know you got to strike when the iron's out you know not so, definitely man really. it's all relative too yeah you know? man um and then current we're gonna host our first annual event outside of athletic forum on october 27th okay and it's called the sweat it's a summit wellness education and training okay um and when, when is that october is 27th october 27th yeah okay that's an 8 to 5 p.m event uh we'll have two amazing keynote speakers 12 breakout speakers okay uh and it, it's not going to be your a traditional summit where everybody's got lanyards and mm-hmm. you go from one guest speaker to the got next. Got a swag bag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're going to get all that, but there's going to be a, an active portion of that as well where you'll have some of the uh, hottest fitness influencers in the, the Pacific Northwest that'll be there that'll break you out for a room okay. um, on, you know, working out. You'll have, uh, you know, mental wellness doctors. You'll have mm. skincare doctors. Uh, mm. You'll have professional athletes. Mm-hmm. Um you know, you'll have a panel discussion at lunch. Uh, and, you know, ultimately, man, the goal is to take our attendees and um, bring them face-to-face with the community's most influential mm. uh, people, man. Yeah. Uh, give them an opportunity to ask questions um, to people them. that are uh, that specialize in those things, right? So Yeah, mm-hmm. no, nah, that's important too, man. It's dope. And it's gonna, we're going to do that at the, uh, the Collective Seattle Okay. It's in downtown Seattle. It's like 400 Dexter. Okay. It's that's beautiful. Down, that's down the street from here, actually. Yeah. It's beautiful, man. Yeah. If you guys have you've never been there, you should go and um, just check it out, man. It's a it's a membership um, only kind of space, mm-hmm. but the cool thing is it's open to anybody. You know, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful ambiance, uh, interior interior design. Man. Yeah. They've got they've got couches hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they got all types of just just nice like just beautiful touch man it's yeah. like very new yorkish yeah okay. um so if you guys ever get an opportunity man check it out it might also be a cool thing i'm gonna try to connect you guys because maybe you guys do like an off-site um the up and up and you know at the collective or some live else. show yeah, yeah. yes you know, sir you, you heard yeah. it here first rebel's yeah. gonna host our first live show that's right you know, that's you what you're can, saying nah, nah, I'll, help. I'll help i'll help, yeah, I'll help put nah, it together nah for sure you know, for nah, sure that's definitely that's definitely in the pipeline though yeah yeah, man, yeah. So, hell yeah hell yeah um, so yeah, man, I'm excited, man, and uh, yeah, man, I, life is good, brother. You know, and I, you know, as long as p- 
people. People are, you know, just maximizing, man, their their potential. Mm-hmm. I think that's that that's what the marathon is, man. Mm-hmm. Figuring out how to maximize your potential and then executing on your potential. Mm-hmm. You know, not being afraid to ask questions and um, pick up a book, man. Yeah, read, man. That's free knowledge. Yeah, you know, don't be afraid to write things down on paper. That's real. You know, I. A firm believer in if you don't know the answers to something, man. Erm, can you help me? <laughs> right? Rob, can you help me? I got yeah. you, man. You know, it's like help. No, I feel you. Help isn't a bad thing. You. It's not yeah. a crutch, man. Mm-hmm. It's not a crutch. Yeah. You know, some of the greatest minds, some of the most successful people ask for help. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're doing their thing, you. man. So you can't do it on your own, man. Yeah, you so. cannot. You cannot, man. Um I, I know you had a question you wanted to ask about um about athletic form. Oh, yeah. I mean, you kind of answered it. Um, I was just going to say, because, you know, you mentioned the hot yoga and all that stuff. So, like, for somebody who's trying to get tapped in, like, what are some of the services that you provide? Yeah. Um, we have classes, man. Classes seem to be the, the, the thing that separates us from your typical or traditional um, gym, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, like, you go to a 24-hour fitness, you walk in, and everybody's a, a member, and they just step on a treadmill, and yeah. they're working out on their own. The cool thing at Athletic Form is we've got – classes mm. that span anywhere from 30 minutes all the way up to 60 minute long classes mm-hmm. with instructors um, and they're available seven days a week multiple times a day mm-hmm. uh, we try to do our best to make sure that uh, they're gapped out you know early early in the morning mm-hmm. like a lunch lunch special happy hour after work mm-hmm. special mm-hmm. and then you know dinner time right yeah. like 7 p.m and then yoga is the same thing where we try to make it as accessible to people uh, based upon their uh, their time and yeah. availability so mm-hmm. something uh, there's something there for everybody yeah man it's sure. it, it's great and I, again like i said man it's it's great music great energy mm-hmm. uh, and even better people man mm-hmm. so it's, it's a community driven space for sure definitely man yeah. Stoke, definitely, bro. definitely. Yeah. um so yeah before you get out of here man you know i gotta ask this question i ask it to every guest and you you're no different okay um so if you can and then, and then again this is something that's going to help um kind of uh, sum up what we've been talking about today, but also cast what's ahead. Um, so if you can, my brother, what's one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up? Wow. Passionate. And you can explain. Yeah, you can, you can explain, explain it too. If you want. Everything that I've done up to this point has come from every part of my insides, mm-hmm. you know? I've never done anything where my soul isn't intact, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, I've always followed my gut, man, and, and listened to it. And my passion has allowed me to make some of the most amazing decisions up to this point in my life. Mm-hmm. And I just like, when you when you look up the word passion, when you, when you see people that are passionate, man, when you, when you are passionate, it's like, mm-hmm. it's a high that, yeah energy that nobody yeah. can like yeah. take you know so uh, i encourage people to be passionate man because i think if you're passionate about something uh, win lose or draw man nobody's gonna take that away from mm-hmm. you man you'll mm-hmm. be able to conquer the world man and, it's real and do amazing things so i feel you it's real passionate stay passionate yeah hashtag stay passionate out there <laughs> <laughs> if you don't got it find it <laughs> yeah 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 no doubt yeah man so rebel man we definitely want to thank you man for hold on man hold on hold on hold on hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> You know, I've been hearing a lot of this Laker talk, man, from oh, everybody, man. Oh, man, you know I got so the, you, you know there's still going to be like a, a lower socks, half. That's fine. I mean, that's cool. That's cool. But I think they're still going to end up in the lower half of the uh, of the playoff seed, man. I think like a seven, man, eight. Man, just, just get us in the mix, man. And then just get what? Us, get us and in then the what? Get us in the dance, And man. then what? I just like LeBron for the record. Look, look. That's fine. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I honestly, since you brought it up, I honestly believe that the Lakers with the young squad and LeBron James, best player in the world, can make it to the Western Conference Finals. You're I crazy. believe we can. I believe we can. You're crazy. I you know, you know, you know what they need to do to avoid having to uh, or getting to that, right? They they'd have to be like a one through three or four. I don't know, man. See, I, I I just because if they end up on the the bottom half, they end up gonna have to play who? Houston or, or the Warriors? Yeah. I'm not too sold on Houston. I'm gonna be honest That's with you. That's fine. I'm not too sold. They on won Houston. 65 games last year. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Sold I know. On them. I know. I, was, I thought I know. you was a Laker fan. Man. It doesn't matter. I'm a realist. I'm a realist. <laughs> okay, I feel it. I feel <laughs> it. No, I, I respect everybody's opinions. You know, but you know, I think again, they're going for fourth or fifth. 
We'll, we'll have to we'll have See, to reconvene fourth or come, fifth? come April. You know what teams so. are in the West? Man? I know, but uh, you know. Hey man, LeBron, LeBron's that man. You know, LeBron ain't never experienced the West, man. You're right. You're right. He ain't one. He ain't never experienced. That's why I respect him though, because he went he went to the West finally. That's fine. You know. Yeah, you know. I guess we're gonna have to reconvene <laughs> in April. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's crazy, man. I, I, I was once uh, the person that was going against uh, the East, and now LeBron's on the West. It's kind of weird. I'm, you got to teach me how to defend him a little bit better, bro. Because I, I got Kobe on lock. Bro. I, know, I can, I can I defend can Kobe that, all day. That caught you off guard. I right got to learn how to defend LeBron. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Thank you for that. That, that just taught me. <laughs> I ain't on my shit. All right. <laughs> Uh, but no, nah, man, in all seriousness, man, thank you, man, for coming to the show. We, we we appreciate you, man, and, you know, you know we support you 100%, and we wish you the best of luck, man, and blessings moving forward with, with athletic form and, and everything else thank you got you. going, man. Thank so, you. Thank you, man. We appreciate you. Appreciate you guys, man. Keep uh, keep keep it coming, man. I yes, think sir. you guys are doing incredible stuff, man, so shout out to the up and up. Yes, sir, man. Thank you, bro. Well, with that appreciate said, you. I think it's officially, it's officially good to say Rebel is a member of the up and up. Can we get a round of applause? Yeah. Yeah.